The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Learn to quiet the noise of the ego and connect to the truth of your soul. Join former monk and host of the Practicing Human podcast, Corey Mascara, for Living in Alignment, a weekend workshop live stream, live from Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, June 28th through 30th. Rebuild your life from a place of embodied listening and quiet knowing. To learn more and register for this live stream, go to eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, heal your deepest hurts, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Today, I'd like to talk about the inner child. We all have a place in ourselves that is hurting. A little wounded child that at some point along the journey to adulthood did not have the world reflect his or her inner magnificence. And because of that, the little child learned from the world, perhaps, that she was not worthy that he was not powerful, that they were not enough. I've known that on my own healing journey and the journey that I've taken alongside many of my clients, working with that inner child energy can lead to potent and powerful healing. I've also noticed through my interactions with the world and the work that I do, as well as my very own personal experience, that when we are not aware and connected with that inner child, he or she can wreak havoc in our life. And so in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what that inner child is, how they get formed, And very most importantly, how we can begin to work with our inner child in order to heal. So here we go. So as spirits in physical form, as you all know, I believe that we are, when we come into earth, right, and go into that sleeve of that physical body, we often find that our earthly experiences do not match or validate our inner spiritual magnificence, right? There are a lot of confusions in the earth realm as it is right now, and a lot of ways in which that earthly experience does not naturally normally guide us towards experiencing and appreciating our own magnificence. When we come to earth too, we have this illusion of separateness, meaning that we see ourselves as reflected back through other people's eyes. And because all human beings experience some level of confusion, oftentimes the eyes in which we see ourselves, especially early on in childhood, tend to have distortions. And then we, as children, incorporate these distortions 
into our sense of ourselves. So we often talk about the ego, right? And that's your small mind or your human personality sense. So your human sense of who you are, as opposed to your spiritual deeper essence of who you really are. And so that ego gets formed early in life based on our experiences and our human experiences, and then will become the stories of which we understand ourselves, the world, and who we think we are. Your inner child within this framework represents all of the places in life where you experience discord or resistance, or the way the guides are showing me It's almost like a shoe, a foot rather. It's almost like a foot trying to poke its way into a shoe that just doesn't fit. And so all the ways in which your spirit doesn't quite fit into the sleeve of your life. (laughs) And usually our quote unquote wounding happens in those earlier periods of life. And this can happen regardless of whether or not you had a a wonderful childhood experience. And some of us did, and some of us very much didn't. But because up until now, the earth school does not reflect back your true spiritual divine essence, there are always going to be places in life where you get a little scratched up and a little dinged and a little bruised. And this is where the inner child becomes active. Because what happens is those places in childhood where we get a little dinged up or bruised come with us through life and will be repeatedly triggered through our adulthood until we tend to them. And so inner child work becomes tending to those triggers as they're happening for you now as an adult and soothing that child within you that maybe didn't get the love care, validation, or attention that he or she desired or they desired as a child. But now you as an adult can give it to them now. The adult self in this scenario represents our greatest, truest awareness. It's where we step out of the wounded self and into our power. And it is that greater, more powerful you that is here to heal the quote-unquote wounded parts of yourself, or the guides say the so-called wounded parts of yourself. This is the part of you that has come to tend to the illusion, because in the human sense, all parts of ourselves that we perceive to be wounded are in fact the parts of ourselves that are caught in the illusion. But friends, it's not enough to say, oh, that's just my inner child acting up. Let me ignore her. Because again, when that inner child, when those emotions and feelings are triggered and activated, what they really want is what every child wants. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to be acknowledged. And they want to be loved. And yes, sometimes the ego wants a little bit more, right? It wants to play with us and get our attention like a little child having a full-on temper tantrum. 
And when we participate in that temper tantrum, as it occurs when you are parenting a child, and I have parented children, and I also have the wonderful honor of supporting others and parenting their children. So I can tell you when you respond to a child's temper tantrum by having your own (laughs) or by giving into that temper tantrum or even sometimes by pretending it's not happening, none of those things serve the highest calling, right? That child will keep engaging. But even when a child is having a full-on temper tantrum and our inner children often do this for us, let's be honest. What they need from us is to know that they are loved, to know that they're safe, to know that they are heard, and also, of course, to know and have appropriate boundaries. So when connecting with the inner child, the first thing to recognize is when she is activated, when you are feeling triggered. And most of us Notice when the inner child is triggered sort of after the fact, when we're dealing with the aftermath of some behavior that created some sort of problem in our life, a fight with your spouse or your child or frustration over how other people in the world are treating you or things are not going your way. These are all examples of times when your inner child might be triggered and messing with you. Sometimes our inner child comes through as a longing. A longing for more play, a longing for more fun, a longing for more freedom, a longing to let our freak flag fly, right? These are all childhood needs that sometimes get squashed when we are an actual child that can persist into adulthood because they need and want to be expressed. So sometimes the inner child is expressing her pains, and sometimes she's guiding you towards experiencing more joy, or the word that's coming through is unrequited needs or desires. I love that. I hope I said that right. Working with the inner child means that we start to build a relationship with her. Because so many of us are afraid of our emotions. So many of us are afraid of our deeper longings. We've been taught they're not okay. We've been taught it's not safe to experience them. We've been taught or told through our own childhoods, right, that certain feelings were forbidden and that sometimes if our feelings did not match those of our caregivers or the significant people in our life, that they were bad or they were wrong or that we even couldn't be feeling that way. Many people in the world have been taught that play, for example, which is a beautiful energy and one that I will most definitely uh, be discussing in future episodes, is not okay, is not valuable. And so all of these longings, desires, and feelings become parts of ourselves that we suppress, that we cut off. And in doing so, we lose connection with our own experience. And we lose connection with that vital part of ourselves. So connecting with your inner child means allowing him or her or they (laughs) to come back into the fold of your life and to start to reconnect with those deepest longings, to reconnect with the joy and the power of play, to reconnect with those parts of yourself that are hurting, that are confused, that are lost. And to start to create a safe container whereby you can bring them home to yourself. 
we all have within us that beautiful divine superpower of conscious awareness. We have within us the love and light of our soul and our spirit and all that divinity has to offer. When we bring things to the light of consciousness in the highest self, those things may transform. But we have to do so from a deep place and a deep sense of allowing. We have to allow that all parts of ourselves are welcome and loved. And that we, as that inner parent, will hold space for all parts of humanity to heal and grow and know that even when it's having its biggest temper tantrum, it is still very much safe and very much loved. So I'm going to share with you now my three-step process for working with the energy of your inner child. The first step we've already touched on, and that is that step of awareness. Coming home to yourself and starting to become more aware of when you feel triggered. And sometimes, friends, triggers are very big things. Like you really like lose your mind or get totally overwhelmed by emotion. But sometimes triggers are really small and really subtle. They might be places when you're really, really stuck in judgment of others or beliefs or, you know, emotions that way. They might be times when you find yourself knee-jerking reaction to soothe and go unconscious rather than dealing with the present moment. So a moment when you feel like you can't sit still and you need to go on social media or have a glass of wine or eat a bagel, right? These moments when we're just not comfortable sitting with ourselves are oftentimes when we're triggered. If you have a persistent experience in the outside world, like things that keep happening to you over and over again, those things can also point you back to what might be going on with your inner child. So when you have an experience in the outside world, like a boss that's angry and annoying or someone who cuts you off in a red light and gives you the finger, if you can in those moments or after those moments, depending on what's going on, tune in and reflect to what's happening within you and the feelings that are activated within you, this will help you get more in touch with and become more present with that inner child. So the first step, and this one can take you as long as it needs to, is to start to become aware. And some areas might be easier to become aware of than others, and that's very much okay. The second step, and this isn't 100% necessary, but it's often very helpful, is to try to float back and imagine when in your childhood you first had that experience. And this is not an exercise to be done with your mind. It's a very much sensory or kinesthetic experience where you just float back and allow that inner child to reveal herself to you. It's often best to do this in at least a mini meditation where you're in that calm and receptive state and allowing your intuition rather than your mind to guide you 
to that resting spot, that place where your spirit in this physical incarnation first became entrenched in that particular illusion or part of the illusion. So another way of saying it is noticing the first time that you felt that particular hurt or pain. You may be shown an image of yourself at a particular age or something particularly that happened. Sometimes, especially issues around safety and belonging can go all the way back in utero. So you may get images of that as well. But sometimes it's really helpful to have that imagery of that very first time or the most salient time that you felt this feeling so that you know what age child you are working with. Step three is to sit with that child and become that inner parent. Imagine that within you, you have, again, these childhood parts, but you also have this wise (laughs) parent that is always here to love and support and guide your human self, your childish self, back home to the light. So part of working with your inner child, again, is to give her the love and care that she needs that perhaps she didn't get or she didn't get perfectly through her own childhood experiences. And again, this is not to say that the parent that you had didn't love you or wasn't wonderful. It's simply to say that we all parent through our own lens of our own (laughs) inner child, right, of our own humanity, and that the more you can activate that divine parent within you, the more you can heal those parts of yourself that are still very much lost in the human confusion. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you gain strength, clarity, and growth from today's episode. For more information and to submit a topic that you'd like to see addressed in a future episode, please visit my website, victoriashawintuitive.com, where you'll find the resources to help you step into your power and awaken your own inner wisdom. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.